He's that serious about the golden boot. Every yes, oh my gosh. That's well, and that's what, exactly what I mean. I feel like there's a point where you just say, "Okay, that that's enough." That's exactly why I bought him back. You are you're really competitive, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Scott, take three, Weeby. You know what you used to say? Yeah, tell me what. You used to say, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. What did you I used just to say, say there? that all the time. What, what did I just say there? The latest, which I think is better. Is better. Yeah. yeah you sure. used to say our latest edition. Like there's another edition out there from someone else. I mean, look, mm. uh, sometimes you, you're just an idiot. Meaning me. Like, sometimes I'm just an idiot. Brian Chesko. There it is. There <laughs> it is. Now I can talk. We're going to do what we always do, and that is discuss the sport we love in the context that we love. That's the Premier League. That's Fantasy Premier League. Oh, yeah. We're going to go through the 10 matches of Game Week 33 with an eye toward Game Week 34 to help you, the Fantasy Premier League player, with your lineup. Mm-hmm. However, before we do that, before we do the thing that Brian likes to do for us at the start of our pod, right? I want to discuss two brief things. Sure. First... Looking back at Game Week 33, the one that we're going to discuss during uh-huh. this show, the one that just ended, I have to tell you guys something that happened. This is this was a rough game you week. You actually yeah. watched some matches. I did. Good. I did. That's kind good. of a crappy week to watch matches. Not a little bit. great. The Manchester Derby was, was amazing. Wonderful. Yeah. That saved the weekend. It did save the weekend. However... Not, not like LA Galaxy games recently. I don't. This is hail not Zlatan. This is not an MLS <laughs> All podcast. Hail Zlatan. Still don't care. Finish. Still don't care. I don't care that he's closer to me. Still don't. Listen, care the closest guy. he's coming to where we live is Philadelphia, and I'm absolutely considering going there to watch that game. You're crazy. Anyway, the game week that just ended, not the greatest, like you said. In fact, let me give you proof from a fantasy perspective. Yeah. Yes. I had the most points in our league this yeah. past weekend. And that was just 43 points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't exactly a great fantasy However, weekend. I went up 8,000 places overall Yeah, with 43 points. That's crazy. Well, it's crazy because of where your place is. If I went up 8,000 points, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 8,000 places. Hey, listen, it's nice to be in the uh, top. But, but no, when, when you're up near the, near the top, yeah. it is good to move up 8,000 on a horrible week. It's <laughs> always crazy. good to see the green arrows by your name. Oh, absolutely right. Absolutely right. We're going to try to help you do the same thing for game week 34, which is a big game week there are going to be 14 matches literally it's bigger than normal 14 matches coming up in game week 34 we're going to give you a little bit of a sneak peek towards what to do with this unusual week coming up as well and to help me get ready to do that i wrote something for our website normally we pitch the blog you know take it to the blog at the end of the pod but i thought we should do it up front here we've just posted on our blog an all double game week squad for game week 34 yep and so if you're interested fantasysoccerfc.com i don't think you can get them all in there as you nope, say. Nope, that's right. It's but it's a it's a full close. squad of 15 players based on current form. You would need 106 pounds to do it, which not very many people have. Yeah. And you have to be able to use four United players and four Spurs players, which nobody can do. So it's not a literal all double game week Unless you're using you a free in hit. your lineup. Unless you're using a free hit. Well, you can't use you can't go beyond the three. No, that's true. What's wrong with me? 
But it gives you kind of an idea of where the points might be going, nonetheless. Yeah. So fantasysoccerfc.com, go check that out. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I read it earlier today. It's fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, Brian, we're ready. On to the matches. All the match, segments of you've match come week. to know and love. Oh, wait. I messed that up, didn't I? No. On to the matches okay. of Match Week 33. Manchester City 2, Manchester United 3. When Vincent Company scored, I thought that was a poetic moment of brilliance. You want to know why? For the Premier League scriptwriters, as someone calls them. Yeah, you want to know why? Because Arlo White, ten, three seconds before he scored, goes, Company has a habit of scoring big goals in title deciders. And then he, and then he literally almost. scores as Chris Smalling is hanging on his back as if he was Seabiscuit riding to the Triple Crown. Chris Smalling is his jockey, and yet company was handing him his jock strap as he was scoring. It was unreal. It's true. Ilkay Gundogan made it seem inevitable that City would clinch the title. However, yeah. City looked so dominant. However, company's company's poetic goal and Gundogan's beautiful goal seemed like it that was turn too perfect. Was amazing. Canceled out by Pogba's brace and Chris Smalling's winner. Brian, the game of two halves. They were o- they were olaying. They, they were, were olaying. The City fa- it was so dominant. The City fans, everyone felt so comfortable. Celebrate and, too soon. And the reason why they felt comfortable it's because they were dominating. Was, City easily, easily should have been up at least four to five nothing. They were the out. First they were Alan Pardew cha chaing. Since you brought that up, Dave, why don't we just go right into the Cameron Drum Wasteful Player of the Week award? Yes, this was a week of wastefulness across the Premier League. Yes, but because of the magnitude of this match, there's only one person who could truly win the Cameron Drum Wasteful Player of the Week award for this past game week, it's, and that was one Raheem Sterling. Absolutely. Raheem Sterling single-handedly screwed me fantasy-wise this week. <laughs> well, if, he screwed if, a both lot. goals. Both goals. Well, first of all, not many people in, in, in our league have him, right? Right. And, and I had Silva as well. Yeah. Both goals that he should have scored and didn't, and they were easy goals to score. Yeah. Were both set up by David at, Silva. At the very least, should have done better with the attempt. At least get it on frame. Yeah. At least get it on frame. David Silva made those passes to him. He screwed him. And he screwed me out of a, any type of a, a the, fantasy. Week. The only thing that's saving Sterling is that he's having such a great year, not just a good year, a great year overall. Well, otherwise, and- otherwise he would be easily competing with oh somebody else that we've mentioned on this podcast for wastefulness. <laughs> and and that's the point. He's making amazing runs with oh, yeah. perfect timing, getting himself in perfect scoring positions, and. But how many times has he won this award this year? A few. I, Brian, I don't know the no, that's stats I mean. unless you unless you have them. I don't know them, but I can promise you, I personally have wanted to give it this to him at least four or five times. Yeah, for sure. It's true. true. Raheem Sterling now up to ten big chance misses for the season. Didn't you say Benteke had twelve? He's sitting in eleventh place. For all players. Oh, wow. That's not big, even close. Big That's not even close. I think Ben Tech has 20. Yeah, he has 20. He oh has 20. Gosh. Yeah, he's missed 20. He sucks so bad. Yeah. But <laughs> I just kept thinking Star- during Sterling's this. Sterling's got a lot. He does. And I just kept thinking during this match while I'm watching Pogba be everywhere, mm-hmm. make an impact everywhere for good and for evil, which <laughs> we can get into if you sure. want. I just kept thinking, what would United be if he'd played like this more often? I think that's the takeaway for everybody. And that's the reason why. Uh, in a segment we like to call 
now what do you do? <laughs> because I, that, honestly, I that might be the theme of this entire is, pod. No, because that is so relevant across the board to all the bigger clubs. Is this what it will take, though, for Mourinho to finally release the Hounds? No, Sanchez, pun intended. Hmm. I'm, I'm saying, everyone kind of, everyone kind of sees this. Like you're playing this the way you always have in the first half. You're down two nil. Chris Smalling says, you know, Mourinho comes in and says, you don't want to be the, the clowns. That is that is that what They're going to have a party on you, and you're going to be party clowns. Do you want to be that? It, and then it's like everything opens up, and I think everyone has commented on that exact thing. Like, this is the player that Paul Pogba can be, but is Mourinho going to do anything about it? Because we've been here before four or five times this right. season. I just don't understand what his motivation, this his being Pogba's. Mourinho or Pogba? Pogba's. Like, why would Pogba, aside from the fact that he's wearing a United shirt at at the present, why would he care if Manchester City wins a title over Dude, Manchester United? no one wants United? to be the clown? Are you kidding me? I mean, they live you, in the same gonna, city as His them. loyalty is this thin exactly. to Manchester exactly. United Exactly, and right your fingers now. are very close together yes, as you say I'm that pinching right as though I'm trying to grab a single piece of paper. Well, listen, <laughs> pa, pa, hold on. Pogba might have a little bit more... That he did come up through through the United system. He was there before, and now has come back. So Do you I mean, think he really cares? There's some people who are speculating that his Scott, haircut, Scott, his, his hairstyle, was an homage to City. Scott, he played like he cared. He did. Okay, so so, so why so hasn't so he done that why, all year? I don't know why you question that. Why doesn't he well, play like this all it, the time? It, it, I don't think that's the question. I think the question is. Does Mourinho let him play like this all the time? Well, and that's or, what I was going to say. The right. Mourinho-Pogba argument on the sidelines, you know, a month ago or a month and a half ago or whatever it was, that led to Pogba being benched right. the, the week after that. Pogba played 60 minutes or whatever it was and then gets benched. It, it was a couple weeks he came off the bench. Right. And so, yeah, I think that's why when I say, I mean, that was the that was primarily the topic of conversation for Robbie Earl and... and um, must I always say, I always want Kyle to say Martino. Taylor Twelman. Kyle Martino. Kyle Martino. <laughs> no, they talked about that exact thing, the, the feeling that everyone can see it. Every single person can see it. And then also, Dave, now do you miss Alexis Sanchez? Do you miss this Alexis Sanchez, who has a goal and four assists in the last four weeks, has 10 and 14 points or whatever it is in, t- in consecutive weeks. Arsenal hasn't missed Alexis Sanchez at all. I'm just saying, like, all but, of these guys are, sure, are, like, feel like they're, where they're flourishing. And we, can I just insert here very briefly that Alexis Sanchez, if you're thinking about tr- using your triple captain chip in the upcoming game week, with Alexis Sanchez playing West Brom and at Bournemouth, yeah. it's not a bad move. It's an option for yeah. you to consider. It's an option that you wouldn't have even thought about two weeks ago. That's correct. But you'd have to own him. In other right. words, well, Dave, I don't think many people own him. Dave, uh, as the Fantasy Premier League has told us, uh, Paul Pogba is the most transferred in player of all players in the last 24 hours. He's the second most transferred in overall in the so far in this window. Chris Smalling and Romelu Lukaku are fifth and sixth most transferred in, respectively. That's a, Lingard and Sanchez, ninth and tenth yeah. most transferred in. This People are buying on Alexis United. Sanchez. I'm surprised De Gea isn't in that. De Gea well, is twelfth. There you go. But but hold on, and this is probably due to the fact that United has a juicy 
Right. Couple it is probably that, due to the fact right. that I wrote so, about this on our website yes, exactly. earlier today. <laughs> so <laughs> that is more it than what than whatever the FPL is offering. I tell you what, Paul Pogba's lucky. After he scored his second goal before the fracas, he punted the ball. He punts the ball like he punts it NFL style punter into the stands. That is a yellow card. He nothing happened. Nothing happened to him. Yeah, it happened. Brian and I are watching, and we're like, "Where's the card? What's he doing? How is he allowed to do that?" And then all of a sudden, the the two words, Martin Atkinson. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, then the true. rumble in the in the Etihad happens, <laughs> and he gets another card that should have been his second card for and and getting ejected. It's true. So and he should be he should have been joining Ashley Young. Are we all in agreement that Ashley Young deserved a red card? Absolutely. Yeah, it was. At, listen, when it happened, it was too fast. I couldn't make a judgment on it. But oh, oh my no, gosh, I could. I could. It was replay, obvious. The replay. The well, Atkinson was so like, like no one, like he was so for sure. Like whatever decision yeah, he, he made, he committed with it. Like hands, he was. Yeah. It was as if he had decided in advance, I am not going to call a penalty. And therefore, just decided if that's your decision in advance, you can't give anything. Actually, Young play. should get um, retroactively suspended for that foul. Hmm. That he his the his the heel of his cleat clipped Aguero slightly below the knee. That it was that high, and granted, it might have glanced off the ball, but whatever. No, I'm that, sorry. I'm so tired of that. Argument. I agree. That, does, that has nothing it to should do have with been it. absolutely been a red card. It wasn't yeah. even called. No, and that's what was so mind blowing yeah, on a on a challenge like that, where he, I mean, it, it was such a you see the foot kind of glance off the top of the ball. I mean, right. it, and so unless he's thinking, I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, Shaka Hislop. Yeah. On ESPN. Yeah. I think he was even he he was talking about it and just said, if you're thinking this is like, oh, he got the ball, he's like, that's old rules. That's not even something like everyone knows that. Can you that's please not tell that case. to like, every single Premier League color commentator on TV? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the I'm thing. So I'm mean, so tired of hearing I, that. I just feel like, yeah. And he, he has said that. And I think everyone was in agreement there, which I'm surprised. Usually they're not. Usually there's someone that will say, well, that's not a penalty for me. I love that phrase. I love <laughs> I know, that. I know. One of my favorite things to hear. But they all like they agreed. Right. I think you know it was the NBC studio. I think like everybody in the studio was in agreement, and so it was some pretty unanimous from the from the places where I feel like there's some varying uh, opinion. What was fascinating, though, what the consequence of that was this: Lingard gets the ball down the field and gets fouled. Really hard. City almost just wants to play to stop. Number one, because Aguero is hurt. Yeah, like, they, he's hurt so. bad. Yeah. And and right now, play is still going on. And United's taking the ball down the field. Lingard, and you know, he gets fouled hard. I don't necessarily blame Fernandinho, but three guys pretty much kick Lingard at the same time. <laughs> Company Fernandinho, and I can't remember who else was there. Kind of. Anyways, Pogba then takes major offense to this because Fernandinho really wails yeah, on him. him out. Pogba runs in, starts having a, a fracas with um, with Fernandinho, and things get separated, whatever. But it was – listen, it, for, for a neutral watching a derby, it was a great game. Yeah. And, and this added to it. Comes down the stretch. Uh, De Gea makes one of the best saves I've seen all year yeah. on an Aguero header. And, well, um, and, then, and then afterwards, too, you say that's where the ghosts of Raheem Sterling's misses sure. all come back to yep. crush you so yep. and that's why pep 
you know, part of me thinks here in the the post match interview how how Pep's face was not just beat red mm. in rage that there wasn't a red card for Ashley Young. He mostly just talked about missed chances. That you can't miss the chances right. that they were given in a match like this and expect to win. And I'm like, how are you still breathing? normally and not like a, a bull with with actual well, steam coming out yeah of but nostril. none of that stuff in the second half matters if they win it in the first half so yeah that's why that's why I mean. and, and so it's like it, it it's only there if you're pep yeah sure you could always i mean you could always go back in any game and question like oh my gosh did this that if this wouldn't have happened this could have happened you know blah blah but bottom line is they had the game it was a tale of two halves and on when they had the ball in the first half it was it should have been done. It should have been absolutely done. Let me do. You look like you have more to well, say. I just want to. I mean, just just to get back to the what. So really, what do you do here? So let, let me let me do it in this context yeah. here. I want to I want to do two things before we move on to the next match. First of all, City has one match this upcoming game week, and that's against Spurs. Right. United have two delicious matchups in this upcoming game week. So I want to ask you a two part question here. Number one. Does anything change with your city players coming up? Especially if you're playing a free hit. Or I can't a wild answer card. that right now. I realize we have screwed up. We should not have recorded till like Wednesday night. <laughs> it's hard to say before the Champions League. <laughs> exactly. Right? Well, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Be- tomorrow's game between City and Liverpool has massive, I think, consequences on some level on what's going to happen this weekend. Okay, let's cover both angles since we're sitting here on Monday night right now. Right, City because loses. we're going to have this same conversation when we get to Liverpool-Everton. If City loses, they still have a chance. Scott, the record, I think, is what? 95 Premier points. points. Yep. Ever. Yep. The record is 95 points. Yep, that's right. City has 84 now. Correct. So, so 12, 12 points in six points matches. off this record yep. with six matches left. Do you think that's what they use as motivation to finish I out think the season? That, absolutely. Okay. You have a chance to be the top scorers in Premier League history. And nothing else to worry about. No FA Cup. No nothing. Nope. No Champions All League. All we have to left. do is focus. So I really think if they lose tomorrow to Liverpool or whatever, maybe they still win and Liverpool they might try, advances. They might try to blow the lid off. I think that I think they might. I, I, I think they want to set the record because technically they have 15 points to win. If they win out. No, no, eighteen points. 18, they yeah. have eighteen they points. Twelve out of eighteen. They could, they could go flying past the record. I, I just think that there's a chance that they absolutely could do that. So if City has a miracle comeback, maybe not such a miracle, but they come back and win in the Champions League, are they less desirable than in fantasy Premier League? I think a little bit. Maybe I be. agree. Okay, yeah. let's look towards United. That's all they have is the Premier League at this point. What three United players are the most attractive to you going into this double game week? Well, I mean. I think I think obvious is De Gea, and then it would have been no brainer two weeks ago to say Lukaku. Uh-huh. And then I think Lingard's value okay. seemed really desirable. Sure. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know because <laughs> because well, since Pogba has dropped so much, like he's at seven point eight. Yep. He like. But I is feel he like that care is anymore? that is so attainable, and it's only going to be that way. Even at seven point nine, even if he will go up any any minute now if he hasn't sure. already by the time you're hearing this. So, obviously, with sixty thousand transfers in so far this game week or going into this game week so far, the price is going to go up. I feel like that's such an attainable amount, and the thing that is just so 
it, the, it's there in the like he's one of the guys that would he would easily be on my list of guys who are going to scare me if I have him or if I don't have him. It would be terrifying to own him, knowing that point. next week it could be all right. You and Matic are going to you know be anchor the midfield in the deepest part of the midfield. Mm-hmm. And you get to roam sometimes if you get a chance. Like, if that's what they're going to do, how would you ever predict that? You can't. No. So I feel like it's a little bit risky to jump on him like this, but obviously he's such a, a massive game changer. It almost makes Sanchez the more desirable guy. Yes. But that's exactly so what get expensive. To. Sanchez, if Sanchez is putting with his output, he's, he, that now becomes worth it. And, Scott, you brought up something off air before we started. If you're considering and or in up in the air with Mo Salah, mm-hmm. if and when you sell him, you might have enough scratch that means money to to get to get up to Sanchez. to go to Sanchez. To if he's putting way. out fourteens and tens, yeah. you're not upset about that. And, no. and I think you're shocked if you owned Alexis Sanchez and you said, "Is he going to have a fourteen and a ten in consecutive weeks the rest of the season?" I don't know how many people would have bet yes. Because it just didn't seem like it. No, it, no, it didn't. But he is the type of player that can do this. This, right. this does not, as an Arsenal fan watching him for the last however many years, listen, this does not surprise me. Now, Pogba, I, t- the, the, San- Sanchez has that this type of explosive ability. I'm not getting near Pogba. I feel like there's there's better guys around that price if you really want to go get someone mm-hmm. that that I don't think Pogba's going to be lighting it up. But Sanchez, Sanchez can drop a hat trick, you know? I mean, well, that but can he, and the thing is, though, I mean, a goal and four assists, right? So that's the thing for me. I mean, he's he's obviously content being this kind of a playmaker. I mean, he always has been. I mean, this it's not it's not outside of his capability, is what I mean. And so for him to have those kind of numbers, it's still great. And you know, if he's going to do that, it benefits. I mean, how it doesn't benefit Lukaku in this in the in the double game week? How it doesn't benefit Pogba in the you know going forward? The rest of the schedule for them is pretty good. So, well, I don't know. I really don't know how to answer the question, and I feel like it's going to drive you crazy no matter who you pick. One extra little dot uh, in the the win column for Sanchez is this, and then we'll move on. Um, it, when he was in Arsenal, he never took free kicks. He never took uh, penalties. I mean, I'm sorry, he never took corners, and he never took free kicks. And he he's was taking doing some that. of those, yeah. Yes, he's doing that at, and so I don't know. I mean, he set up both of those goals, the Smalling goal and the Pogba goal, yeah, off of a free kick. I, so I think with like, and then in the defense, like Smalling and Baye both started this match, which I don't know. I can't remember the last time both of them started together. It's been a while. I feel like Baye's probably expensive. As guys go, Smalling's probably going to get up there to five and a half here pretty soon. Smalling is at five and a half. He is at five and a half already, so he went up. I feel like those guys are good options, but De Gea is not that much more than those guys. I mean, in a way, you might as well just... While David make... breaks out the cookies, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let me tell you who my three choices are. Yeah, go for it. De Gea, Smalling. I'm sincerely considering selling Sala for Alexis. Wow. For the reason why we're going to get to when we get to Liverpool Everton. Yeah. I'm just not sure how valuable Mo Salah, especially with this little niggling injury now, yeah. is going to be yeah. for the rest and of the Premier League And I have Premier another League question year. for you when we get there. I'm sincerely considering going to Alexis for Salah with a little bit of help because you know, you got to have a little money in the bank to be able to do it. They're, point, they're almost a whole pound separate, which is crazy yeah. considering how valuable Salah's been all year. 
But that is, those are my three. Those are seriously my three. If you can't afford it, you know, maybe you go somewhere else. I, Lukaku is an option. I like Lingard for the value, though, too. Yeah. One more thing about this match. I'm giving out my fantasy half point to the fans of Manchester. Just Manchester, United, and City. Tottenham and Arsenal have to play the early match on Saturday. Liverpool and Everton have to play the early match on Saturday because their fans are just too rowdy. They get in too much trouble. They get too drunk and fight too much. But Manchester fans, minus the eight who got arrested before this match, (laughs) are worthy of an honorary fantasy half point for having such a passionate, uh, sincere love for their clubs, but yet being able to take it out in a way that doesn't create harm and arrest. Yeah, that is good. Minus the eight who got arrested before the match, Manchester fans, you get your honorary fantasy half point for this week. I'm also not going to give it to any of the Manchester City fans who were crying after this loss. (laughs) Okay. Because seriously... What the heck is wrong with you? What are you doing? That is a good question. Stoke 1, Tottenham 2. Joof does his thing, but Erickson does it more. Yeah, that's true. Uh, longest, extending the longest unbeaten run here, uh, Spurs. Yeah. Um, with the extra game on Liverpool and, uh, and form that is matchless right now, boy, I sure wonder if they can't get to second. Yeah. I think there's a chance, especially um, if Liverpool is occupied with Champions League. So uh, the big issue, the obvious big issue, is whether or not Spurs' appeal of Eriksen's second goal <laughs> to be given to Harry Kane will actually be successful. And if it is, does that change fantasy scores? Yes, oh, it does. Immensely it does. Yes, it definitely does. Kane, Kane went from having a goal, he went from what? Like 7-1. to one. Yes. No, went, I understand yeah. that, but... Um, I don't think the fantasy score will change. I think it's in the rules that after a certain amount of time, after the match week, the scores won't right. change regardless of a school. We, of a I wonder if, there's, if only there were a way to determine that kind of. No, I think you're right. Yeah, um, it's funny though because Kane really wanted that shirt oh, sleeve deflection to count Kane, towards his golden Kane boot is, total. I'm telling you, you know what Kane has done. He, he you know what he has said. Oddly, and I think everyone sees this as odd. In fact, I might question the, the mental stability of a statement like this. <laughs> He is saying that he swears on the life of his daughter <laughs> that the ball, that the goal is his, that it went off his shoulder. And he's that serious about the golden boot. Every yes, oh my gosh, that's well, that's right. exactly what I mean. I feel like there's a point where you just say, "Okay, that that's enough." That's exactly <laughs> why I bought him back. You are you're really competitive, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's cow, exactly why man. I got him back, and that's why I'm going to keep him in my lineup and captain him for the rest of the year. I told you, I did. I've been saying it all year, obviously, and had to change my tune a little bit. But it's always been Harry Kane's golden that, boot. That is intensity, and he does not want to give it up. That is intensity that I will never understand until I am attacked by a wild animal. <laughs> um. Erickson just shrugs. Erickson is is the hero here because Erickson is just saying, you know what? I don't know. I what just, it would, if it if it goes to him, fine. I mean, it sure didn't look like it, but I mean, I've you've seen every angle of it. I don't know how it feels like one of those. The ruling on the field should should stand. You know what I mean? Like, sure doesn't look like it touches anything. Maybe it did. Maybe not. But there doesn't seem like there's any incontrovertible evidence to award it to him. But whatever. Uh, Erickson back, man. What a day for Christian Erickson. Everyone in on the action that no one has. Um, That's so true. So, Son, great chances. 
Doesn't convert any of them. Sun three weeks ago would have put at least one of those away. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was a, if it was a Sun screw up or a Butland save. He had one on ones twice. I mean, that's I mean, that's just something that I feel like he would have done it a I mean, while ago and just didn't. If, if and Sterling's Butland was wouldn't good. have been so bad and so magnified, Sun could easily could have won the Wasteful Player of the Week award. Well, and then what happened? I mean, it's it's the worst case for everyone because he subbed at sixty six minutes for Eric Lamella. Everyone else kind of stays out there and, and does their thing, and Stoke sure put their best effort into it but didn't quite get the result. Shakiri gets a weird assist. I feel like it's an odd assist to give to him just because the ball went to Lloris first, and so <laughs> it was odd to me. And I get, I get why it goes to him, but um, either way, you got a lot of points here from people you probably weren't really expecting, Delhi included, uh, with an, another assist. Brian? Yes. Does Scott owe Deli Elliott an apology? Not yet. Um, I At mean, what De- point? Deli's just. I mean, Deli's just. Now you, it's hard to argue that he's not in form. So, <laughs> so now, guy's still in it. <laughs> right. I don't owe anyone an apology. Uh, no, Deli. I think it's. I think it's. Again, kudos to the FPL team for promoting Deli and Erickson specifically several weeks ago. Just really on the long-term value for the season and the the point potential in terms of differential. How do those guys last, know this? Last year, though, remember, I was the guy who was super stubborn about Christian Erickson. Yeah. And I was predicting he'd be number one at the end of the year in midfielder right. scoring. And for the first half of the season, he was pretty non-existent. That was, was not good. Kind of like this year, right? But A little bit. here he is at the end of the year, again, just like last year. He's going to end up easy in the top 10 in scoring. Yeah. Right now, we have three Spurs midfielders among the midfielders on the eight clubs playing two matches next yeah. week. Three of them are in the top five in form right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and I have all three of them listed. And, I mean, which one... Which one do you go with, Brian? Do you go with the guy who scored three, five, nine, and fifteen? Should we just duplicate our conversation about this from last week? It, it well, it feels yes and no, though, because I have Son. Yeah, he's the least attractive of the three right and now. now. You're, no, yeah, no, 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 no. But no, he's a no. pound. Hold on, hold on. He's, I know. Pound, he's two pounds cheaper. Like I can't go up to Erickson and Ali without Scott, another major move. He is not. What What did you say? He's the one in the least what? The least desirable. How, why would you say that? He screwed up two one-on-ones. He easily could have had two goals this game. That changes the entire tone. The last, That's true. The last four weeks, he's gone 16-15 and 5-2, and two, but obviously he should have scored twice in this game. So, I mean, he's getting into scoring positions a la Raheem Sterling. Well, yeah, well, Again, I couldn't tell if it was a Butlin, Butlin great saves or if it was Son, not who should have done better. Yeah, I, I we'll know. add his uh, shoulda goals to his shoulda total. Yes. <laughs> Spurs play City at home, and then they go to Brighton. So the double game week prospects are mixed, but I don't know. Harry Kane really wants Look, a gold. At boot. home, I think I think it's the I think Spurs are one of the few other teams that can say not today. It's true. So I, oh, yeah. I and and the way they got just smacked last time at at the Etihad. Oh, I, th- they are they are bringing their full force of fury. I cannot imagine that they do not do. You know, one of they want four one for them. So you know, it's not that they can't. Again, this isn't like just a matter of we're going to will ourselves to a victory, but could be a three three, which is great for all of us. Yeah, I I mean, I Again, feel like the, it easily could turn into them 
you know, I don't, I don't think it'll be a surprise to anyone at all if they get a result. And nothing changes for Stoke, right? For us, nothing changes. No, the, just the Jeff is not on fire. No, just that. No, even though you, he's no, cool. he's not. But it, welcome back. I mean, he was had that shoulder separation, and no, it's just that Shakiri keeps going strong. Assists. I mean, he just keeps going. And next week. I'll tell you what, the Marco Arnautovic Memorial Derby is going to be something because Stoke plays West Ham, and it's, a, and it's one of those, I just kind of wish, you know, you're, it's going to be kind of sad to see Shakiri on the opposite side of Marco. Yeah. And I just feel like I wonder if it won't bring out a little bit in each of them to be playing against each other next week. For you the sake Marco, of my bet. Prime Marco. Prime Marco week. next week? Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> I don't care if Mark Hughes is there or not. For the sake it of my bet with Dave, I hope he's prime. Oh, Mark. my goodness. I feel like he's going to have five. <laughs> and that would get me the bet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's not that's that's about can we hand. Can we renege on the bet and just exclude this game? No way. I don't think I calculated no this game. Speaking into the of bet. the uh, just abundant, abundance of wastefulness, uh, Joof. I mean, I think it was something like a four on one. And what does he do? He kicks it to the one. Yeah. I mean, it was awful. Stoke yeah. needed that goal in the worst way. Yeah. Everton nil, Liverpool nil. I think statistics can show this was the most boring Merseyside derby ever. <laughs> Other than an, an excellent Carrius save and a very good one from Pickford, this was as disappointing as a match can be. The only thing that saved it for me a little bit was Danny Ings and Seamus Coleman staring eye to eye. Oh, you just, yeah. You just want Darby to turn into boxing matches. Brit and Irish giving each other the stare down. Just just hundreds of years of, of <laughs> nation's Stop anxieties it. just yeah, pent but, up. Both of them bowing up to each other, and I'm just waiting for a fight to break yeah, but out. I was surprised. And Danny Ings, Danny yeah. Ings scares the <laughs> I mean, when he looks, when he looked like that, I, 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 I and Seamus is a little boy chair. in his. Yeah. he's got these boyish features. Dan, Danny Ings, I looked really intimidating, and no way yeah. do I want to see that dude Danny in the dark alley. Prison tats Ings. Holy smokes! <laughs> Look, the, the, it was fantasy irrelevant and yes. mostly boring. Most which, Salah, is the, which is the worst. Most Salah hurt doesn't play, saving him for the Champions League. You would yeah. think. So, well, it just wasn't Salah. Well, no, and, and listen, if I was Klopp, I'd do the same thing. Brian, I, sorry to interrupt, but I, Liverpool started what felt like a whole new side. I know that it wasn't, it wasn't a completely a new side. Right. There was a B-team element to this. For sure. There, abso- there for absolutely sure. was. Ings and Solanke up front. You had Clavin playing left back. Yes. Klein coming back, which yeah. is great for every Liverpool fan to see, back at right back, and immediately started showing Liverpool fans what we've been missing at right back. No offense to Gomez and Alexander-Arnold, yeah. but he had some great passes into the, yeah. into the area. So it, it was good to see some of those things taking place. No, it's just that, I mean, everything about this was, you yeah. know, Everton, nothing there. Belasi has the, the shot for Everton Amazing. on target. Amazing. Just one on target. Great save by Karius. Solanke with four he had his chance. Four shots. He had his chance. No one else on Liverpool with more than one. Yeah. So I own Virgil and benefited from that. Yeah. It would have been another great week to own Carius if you yep. went ahead and did that several weeks ago, like we suggested. Jordan Pickford was my reserve goalkeeper mm-hmm. because well, why I'm would sure you start a, him? I'm sure for a lot of people. The and he reserve. had how many points on the bench? I think he had nine. I think I it was say ten. Nine. He I could have had double digits. It was insane, no matter what, um, and frustrating to see. Hey, no. Brian, you know what? Speaking of frustrating, you know what was frustrating? 
Andy Robertson being benched for the calf injury the day of the match. That no. was frustrating. Yeah, yeah, sure that would be. But Trent Alexander-Arnold also. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, Out very... of nowhere, Nathaniel Klein coming back. No, 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 no. But Alexander-Arnold comes on, Scott, with <laughs> one minute right. left in the game. That's right. Yeah. Give how me that, my sub. How was so, that one? How was that uh, one point, Dave? So, brutal. So the brutal. question is. I added to my week. What are you doing with your Liverpool assets the rest of the season? Is it enough for you to, A, hold especially Salah and or B, buy back or plan to buy back if you sell? With so, assuming if they make the Champions League semis, the first leg of that is April 24th and 25th. Yeah. Pools, Liverpool's matches in front and back of that first leg are West Brom and Stoke. What in the world is the incentive for Liverpool to to play their best players in front of uh, for either of those matches? Zero percent. And so that's why tomorrow, Tuesday, yeah, Brother Matt called me today and said, why are you recording tonight? He goes, I love it when you record after the Champions League matches so then I can know what to do. (laughs) But honestly, he's got a little bit of a point this week. I don't know. I don't know what to do. But no matter what happens for Liverpool in the Champions League, does it matter? I mean, sure, the starters might play a little bit more. But I mean, there's literally nothing to play for except the Champions League. They're top four. They're totally going to be. Yeah. No, no, no. Four. I know that. I no, no. I know that. So there's. I mean, the best that, that you could hope for is that they're going to play for third. No, because no, no. isn't fourth a playoff spot? Like they can advance into the group stage in third place. I think they will next year's Champions League. Yeah. I think they will play. The rest. I mean, they will play their balls off, going out the rest of the way. Is that a something, Brian? Can you do that? Um. It, it, well, yeah. I think they will play their <laughs> soccer balls off. Okay. On the way out. Well, okay. If they somehow lose, I don't think they're going to lose tomorrow. I think they're going to advance. I mean, they might lose the game. I'm I think nervous. they're going to advance. And I'm I know so you're nervous, nervous, but look, I'll be confident for you. Okay. <laughs> I think they're going to advance. And when they do, especially if Salah's dinged up, because Salah plays tomorrow, right? You know, I mean, we all know he does. Yeah. So if he he's, trained today, if he's dinged up a little bit, there's no way that. Why, like Brian no. said, why would you risk? If they advance, I can't imagine that he played. That's what I mean. West Brom and Stoke. Are you serious? That why Salah, Firmino, Mane, Andy Robertson, uh, Oxlade Chamberlain. I don't care who it is. I don't care what person. I play an entire player, B team. What in the world are you going to run those guys out for other than just to get some more muscles for a little bit at right. most? Right. I just can't imagine so, that they're going to play. Anyways, in. in Again, it, it's the same dilemma that we talked about with City. I don't think City's – I think the chances of City advancing are slim to none, but they will still have something to play for, right? I, I just don't think if – if Liverpool somehow loses, sure, they, there will be – their starters will play the rest of the Premier League matches. But if they don't and they match – you said April 24th, 25th, that yeah, gets us that would through. Be, that would be the first leg of the semis. Okay. So – it's amazing how things can change in a week, huh? It went from it really went from a couple weeks ago. Can I have four of these guys? To now, should Do I, I want- sell all of them? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I am pro. I'm leaning towards selling Salah. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Question is who? Do I scale up to Alexis or do I bank some money and upgrade elsewhere? Use it to get De Gea at goalkeeper. Yeah, I was gonna say you could upgrade your defense. Probably something. For, I know that's something for. For me, with yeah. you know, mostly 4.2 guys, it's easy to go up. 
Chelsea won, West Ham won. The goal scorer sound like an 80s buddy movie, Dave and Chich. What did you just say? Chich. Interesting. So Chicharito. Oh. Um, one, is Alvaro Morata back? No, not really. There isn't a single Chelsea player that I would run. Not one. Not Dave? Not Dave Azpilicueta? Nope. I feel like Dave Azpilicueta is a good... Oh. He's six point nine. I feel like I you're. I feel like he's on the all double game week team on form. I, I Obviously, think, he scored I a think goal. We're, we're living too much in what well, have you done for me recently? Like, so, so here's here's my it's valid point. Looking at his last six. So, so Scott, you get Marco points here. You get an assist, on which the was a great angle. assist. Yeah, it, was a it definitely wonderful, was. wonderful play. Had a, a maybe, a, maybe a somewhat of an argument. I thought Conte, I thought I, Conte, I thought Conte, was Conte clean, had to, but it was at tackle. least a. It, and had he gotten it, you know, had a shout for a penalty there for a, a split second. Uh, I think this is a a really good example of why uh, Marco is more matchup proof because of where he's playing. So yeah, where even this match, where you just say don't love playing at Chelsea, however, comes away with points. Um, the thing about Chelsea, Dave, and this is my so I, last week I wondered out loud many times, people who are buying Willian, <laughs> what are you thinking? Sure. So I get it. He's played ninety minutes in three straight matches. Four of the last five, he's played f- the full ninety. Pedro was hurt in that span, though. So Pedro comes off the bench for 12 minutes, and that's been kind of the substitute. Like, those guys kind of rotating here and there earlier in the season, like one of them playing usually and the other one not. Now I think the feeling is Willian's too important. The same with Hazard, which is the reason why I feel like Hazard, uh, you know, both of those guys seem essential if they want to do anything. Uh the the one two that Hazard and Willian had that mm-hmm. really should have ended yep. with a Willian goal and a Hazard assist. That's right. In the first half, it was super football. But it was Arsenal esque. It, it did not happen. Hazard and Willian both finished with five shots each in this match, uh, and really creative. But six key passes for Willian, five for Hazard. Eden Hazard said, and this is the thing that for me makes me not want to bail on Chelsea. Okay. Is that it's Eden Hazard after the match saying, This season isn't going well. We need to get together here to achieve something. We still have at least the FA Cup to play for, and we are going to do everything that we can possibly do to get to the Champions League. Mm. It's Hazard saying that. So, he looked like he he was playing like that was yeah that was true for him right and he so, tried. It's one of those things where I get that form is dipping has dipped is in the dipped phase, but if there's a guy, this is one of those guys, and Chelsea is a team where with schedule and with and with potential is scary. And it's another one of those teams that scares the crap out of me. And I think it would scare me whether I have them or not. Because I just feel like they could... This is hat tricks for everybody or it's nothing. Yeah. And, the, and they sit for a match to get rotated for someone else to, give, right. to get some breather legs out there. Right. Antonio Conte would agree with you. And that's why I chose his quote. It's not a funny one. It's unfortunately all too true. 
Uh, this will be our manager quote of the week, Dave. Mm. Antonio Conte said, when you don't score but create the chances, it's very difficult to win. This game explains our season. Hmm. Right. Too true. It, uh, you're right. Right. I think your points are v- are valid, but they're not valid enough for me However, to change my opinion <laughs> on the fact that I still don't want to own any Chelsea players, okay. mainly because of this. I think there are other better options. Now, if you're looking at a double match week, in week 37, I think they actually have a couple juicy juicy matchups. But here, here's the thing that I was going to mention. They have six games left, four of them away. Okay. They're one, one of their two home games is against Liverpool. Now, again, this could be against B-team Liverpool. This could be if Liverpool makes Champions League final. Who knows? This could be the, be, you know, or if they don't make it, then, you know, it could be the A-team. It's our best I, podcast of the year. I don't know. This this is <laughs> this should be the quarter of uncertainty part due. Okay, because there's <laughs> there was so much uncertainty going forward. No, I totally I, agree. I just don't even like we have to almost wait for these midweek matches to play out. The same we'll, we'll get to Arsenal in a minute. It's just like I just don't even know what to even guess anymore. I, I just there's nothing about well, Chelsea that gives me warm fuzzies. Here, why? Well, and I get that. Here's something that I I feel like has seems to be holding true a lot this season, which is I feel like the talent of the individual player seems to be winning out here long term, and so I just wonder if the I just wonder if the best people by like this might be a time where I I just wonder if name value is you just, you just actually going to help you. That plus, plus as a second tier consideration motivation. Because yeah. I, I got to tell you, I'm looking at my squad and I'm liking more than half of it based on the current motivational setting yeah. for the individual. So, for instance, Harry Kane wants the golden boot. Oh I goodness. feel good about owning him. Yeah. Aubameyang can't play in European play. Only going to play in the Premier League. I like that there because yeah. he's going to want to do well for his new club. Jordan Ayew is coming back from his suspension, three-match yeah. suspension. I feel like he's going to come out with something to prove. I feel good about having stashed him at the end of my bench during his suspension and having him back in the lineup. For the same reason, I don't love Salah. Mm-hmm. So you got to look at the individual player. Like Zaha. I want Zaha sure, for the yeah. rest of the year. Sure, he's been on fire since he's been back. Right. Absolutely. Marco Arnautovic, similar thing. A little mm-hmm. less than Zaha, but there's still motivation there. Yeah. And he's got the name, brand, value, the skill to do it. All those guys have, minus maybe Jordan Ayew, have the skill level and the individual talent that you're talking about, Brian, to be able to shine through. Yeah. you got to look for those guys at this point in the year. And if you've got a wild card to use... That's what you're looking for. It's not about who's got the most points so far overall in the season. If that's what you're looking for, it's not going to get you anywhere. It's just not going to get you there. I'm sorry. Arsenal 3, Southampton 2. Strikers delight in this one. Abelma Yang, Welbeck, Welbeck again. Shane Long and Charlie Austin for the Saints. Um, Congratulations to the 3.1% of FPL owners who held tight on Cedric from Southampton, uh, one of the darlingest of all preseason darlings uh, who has done absolutely nothing uh, the entire season, who comes away with two assists in this match. For that reason, Cedric is on the all-form double game week team going into game week 34. However, those double game weeks are against Chelsea and at Leicester. Not great. 
Uh, even bigger congrats to the four owners out of the 46,449 people, possibly bots, who are Danny <laughs> Welbeck owners, the four of you who triple captain him as the FPL alerted us that to is this so, week. That is so impossible. 16 points for Danny Welbeck this week, 48 for those of you not near a calculator and or do not like head <laughs> math for what the triple captain would yield. It, it's wow. just impossible. It makes me think you can only choose right if you choose wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I, that's so profound, I can't wrap my brain around it. I know, and it's so wrong, it may be right. Next week, <laughs> I am going to captain for no particular reason. 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 Adrian for, Mariupa. Reason for thoughts. no particular reason. I'm going to captain Will Hughes of Watford. That's not that's not bad. That's actually not a dumb idea. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, hey, Will Hughes. It's gonna be more obscure. Well, no, we don't have to talk about it. We, we haven't we haven't got no. there yet. I got to come look. up with something something more obscure. Anyways, um, look, I don't think there's much. The only thing I talk about here is this. Like, look, going forward, sure, I have no idea fantasy wise. Can I ask other me, than Aubameyang? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Dave. This this will prove your point right here. Do you have any idea? Who is going to play in the next Premier League match for Arsenal? Yes, only because. Well, no. The answer to that's no because it's based on the result on Thursday. Thank you. Would exactly. you like? Well, would you like another? Again, crack at the we question? continue to live in the corridor of uncertainty. Okay. Part due here. Okay, like yeah. I don't under. I I can't tell you that if they lose Thursday or something, what crazy happens? Right now, they have a four-one lead in Europa against Moscow. If they somehow lose or whatever, they don't advance. They season uh, over. Well, then you just then you know. They, then you know that Aaron you, Ramsey's playing the rest of the time. Yes. McTarian, as soon as Ozil, his knee gets better, and Ozil, playing. yeah, everybody's out. And there. if Ram, Ramsey's been in amazing form, if yeah. at a seven point if Ramsey, if I if he if I know Ramsey's playing this weekend, Scott, I'm having him in my team. But that's a big game. But you're not going to get. But I'm not adding team. him because no, you'll never get. I don't. I think team. Arsenal's going to advance. Yeah. So I um, know this isn't a Europa League podcast, but if Aaron Ramsey scores against a Russian club, is it a Russian celebrity who dies? We need to check on that. Because if so, I pity the Russian celebrities right now. They it very well could have been uh, a handful this I, past. I don't time. think there's much to talk about here. It is interesting if Arsenal continues to win in Europa. Which hopefully they will. Obviously, Homer guy here. Um, Aubameyang. I, I, well, I have three players from Arsenal that I plan to play. Aubameyang. It's just one guy. One, two, yeah, three. three. It's um, just one guy. Dave, even the defense, uh, Nacho Monreal doesn't even play this. this no. Match. Only Mustafi of the useful defenders is out there this time. And even he was in the quarter of uncertainty in this match. Right. Um, the... On the Saints side, I mean, honestly, you have to say overall positive here, considering, especially where they have been. Yeah. uh, They have City and Chelsea to bookend the season for them. However, the other four matches that they have are very winnable. Yeah. Uh, They think they can do it, and that's why I would want to ask, where would you put Charlie Austin in the striker list of available guys that are out there, considering... His considering he considering he scores in three seconds, comes off the bench and scores in three seconds. Listen, Scott, it was the happiest that anyone has ever been in that in that, those those moments after he scored. I almost couldn't be that upset because I'm like, 
I'm like, Daggone Charlie Austin comes on and in three seconds scores. I'm like, son of a gun. Yeah. And I just predicted it a week too early. Well, no, but Scott, listen, I poo-pooed it earlier this season and then had to recant it because when when we looked at stats, mm-hmm. Austin's goals per minute is yeah. better than anyone. He's scoring at a rate more more frequently than most other players. If you players need to sell minute. down at forward, Charlie Austin's not a bad choice. No, not at all. They're fighting for their lives in the Premier League. Talk about motivation. And, and, and in fairness to them, uh, they did play well this match. That's what I mean. And um, and Mark Hughes. I said might that not that. more than two minutes ago. I know you did. I was just I was doubling I was doubling down on that. Right. Okay. I was doubling down. <laughs> no, 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 Brian, no, how did Southampton do in this match? I thought they were. I mean, overall, <laughs> I'd have to say positive <laughs> comparative to where they were. Well, let me go to the red card situation at the end of this match. Speaking of it, being excited about guys sure. coming together, sure. Wilshire instigates this little brawl. So. I have I have a theory about that. Okay, Jack Stevens and Mohamed El Nani are sent off. Go ahead. I don't know what El Nani did still, but go I think ahead. he put his hands on someone's face. Okay, that it was weird. So El Nani got tossed for not much of anything. It was, you can't put your hands on a player's face. Um, well, maybe he was trying to, you know, rub him in a weird Listen, way. That's no, that's no, not. I so, don't want that either. Nope. Listen. That's Scott, two red cards. Maybe that's why they wouldn't zoom in on them. Yeah. There was a there was a there was another fracas here. Is it fracas fracas? Fracas. 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 It's a fracas. A row even. You've said it every other way possible on this pod. It's a fracas 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 that has happened. I think one of those needs to be uh, squeaky toyed. Understood. And so <laughs> I think something happened prior to Jack Wilshire trying to rip off Jack Stevens' jersey. I think something happened. Before then, in other Forgive words, my I think cookie th- here, but Steve, I have to jump in on you. Stevens w- slid in hard on Wilshire. Wasn't okay. called for a foul. Okay, okay, so that so, happened. Okay, so I missed, I missed that part. No, that definitely started. It. Okay, so Jack knew what he was doing, running back down the field, and it was it. I can't remember who the who the uh, referee was. But why does he hate Stevens' kit so much? Yeah, that's true. I, well, no, he, so here's the thing. Jack did it, and no whistle came quickly. So he kind of did it harder to try to get the whistle quicker, <laughs> and it still didn't happen. And then at that point, Wilshire was just committed, and then all of a sudden, his jer- I've never seen a jersey rip like that. The jersey rips. Stevens, of course, takes great offense to this, he even though he Jack- probably he, he threw Jack Stevens down like a like a um, a small child, or he threw Jack Stevens through Jack Wilshire. I mean, Jack down. Stevens threw Jack Wilshire down. Sports and- Sports Joe tweeted out saying that. Jack Stevens was just really excited for WrestleMania. That <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, 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 sure. Look, if I'm Stevens, I'm probably pretty still upset. But if I know that I it, it, that I just slid in hard on Wilshire and he's probably pissed at that, you have to know the rules of the game, <laughs> the unwritten rules of the game where, okay, I might have had that coming, right? And Stevens doubled down on it. Like, I don't, I don't get... I don't get that. And who knows, maybe, uh, maybe Jack came in harder on him, and so this was a tit-for-tat, tit-for-tat, and this was a tit-a-tit. I don't know, but bottom line is, <laughs> okay. bottom line is, Wilshire somehow stayed in the game. Yeah. Stevens got well, sent I off, get and why. then Elneny got sent off. I get why. I mean, Wilshire's jersey pull was a yellow card. It was. Stevens clothesline, a yellow card. Stevens' clothesline is a red it's card. Yeah. I was surprised that people were so surprised by this. No. Is it Neil no, Swarbrick? And I think especially Neil Swarbrick did the right thing. I think especially with, I mean, you, I mean, you have to think injury history here. I mean, anybody who has, you know, something where you're like, I don't want to get hurt again. 
I've been hurt enough. Yeah. Who? who and with you Wilshire? and you come in. Yeah, and yeah. you come in here at my ankles, which happen to be one of my. That's one of my soft, they're, my it, sensitive areas. They're made of glass. And you're going to slide into me? No, you're not going to do that. And I'm going to come after you and I'm going to tear your jersey, jerk. Yeah, sure. Anyways, moving on. Watford 1, Burnley 2, Roberto Pereira's goal canceled out by Sam Vokes and Jack Cork. Thank you, goal decision system. Nothing makes me happier than second half Burnley conceded goals. Gee whiz. Those... Anyone with owning Pope or Heaton, well, Heaton hadn't played yet, and or any. Heaton. Okay, I actually made a note on the agenda, yeah. and all it says is Nick Pope. Yeah, sure. Because Brian, in your face, right. sir, in your face. Oh, no, listen, Sean Dyche, not in my face. Listen, I'm not the ones, I'm only, I am parroting here. Every other person saying <laughs> Tom Heaton is in contention. There is, uh, There are probably 14 different places that have been saying that. I would guess for probably f- since he started playing with the U23s. Yeah. Sean Dyche said, I'm pretty loyal at times. Equally, it's not rocket science. Popey has performed well again, and Tom will be respectful of that because he knows that he knows the way it works. He called him Popey. That is what Sean Dyche said post match. Yeah, Nick Pope had two great saves in this match. Yeah, they were excellent saves. Finishes with four total. I find it odd, though, for that exact reason, the Tom Heaton in contention, which no one is backing off of that. Nick Pope is nearly equal transfers in and out this week. Well, I have a I have a theory. Yep. Burnley are in excellent seventh place Europa League contention. Yeah. I think once they secure Europa League uh, positioning, Tom Heaton comes in. Exactly right. I think Pope is safe until seventh is secure, which is pretty close. That's at an this interesting point. Uh, yeah. outlook, Scott. Now this match is exactly why I don't own a Burnley forward. Even though Ashley Barnes has been very attractive over you, the last you month, you just don't know who is going. Well, yeah, that's Barnes what I was had say. chances. Yeah, I know. Of course, Vokes, Barnes, of course, Vokes scores here. And Barnes almost tried to put one in, but he didn't realize Cork had already put it in, and you know, mm-hmm. Carnezes had, had what's tried that, to fool us all. What's that mythical uh, creature with the the three like the three dog heads? The hy- is it the Hydra or something? You're thinking of the you're thinking of the beast that guards the Chamber of Secrets in Harry Potter. You're, I am. What what was that guy called? Because that's the uh, I don't Burnley know. It Strikers. Was, it was Hagrid's dog. I can't remember. <laughs> Fluffy, I think, is what he Fl- called. Him. Fluffy, whatever that is, indoor the Hydra, Scott. I that that's that's the name of the Burnley Strike Force, and I don't know who no, is scoring well, on a Vokes weekly is, basis. Vokes is subbed in. It's, I, it's Woods and Barnes have been start. Chris Woods and Ashley Barnes have been starting together, which is which is odd because it had typically been one of them. Right. Barnes gets in form while Chris Woods recovering, and then now they're both starting together, and that's why I say, of course, it's Sam Vokes, Vokes right? I, I uh, just scores the go ahead. I don't know how to give any advice when it comes to the Burnley strike force. I was going to say Will Hughes very unlucky not to get the assist. Will Hughes for match. multiple weeks in a row now in the box making things happen. I think he's on the 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 precipice, Brian, of of success. Which we said, we've been saying maybe. that. Yeah. The only reason why he's he's, he's very cheap at a four point six, and so if he's able to produce at all. If he's, able to bring- if he's healthy. If he makes it through the summer unscathed, absolutely. Price could be right for him. Listen, hey, 
I and I hardly want to bring this he, up. He could be the he could be next year's Ducore. Pereira, Brian. Cool. Yeah. If I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, Roberto Pereira. Eight and nines in his last couple of weeks. He almost had another one this match. Tell you what, man, he's good when he's out there. He just keeps get, he kept getting hurt. And benched. He's played he started the last uh four weeks. So Okay. Uh Scott's stat of the day. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day. Is twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two. Mm. Twenty two is Sean the. D- oh, okay. Twenty two is the. Uh, it's the gauge that he uses to trim his goatee. Twenty two is the number of laps <laughs> that Sean Deitch makes the Burnley players run every week when they miss a shot. If only it was that creative. Mm. Sean Deitch sends Sam Vokes in. And tells him you need to score in the next thirty seconds. Or you're coming right back off. Kind of a joke, but Sam Vokes took it seriously. Scored within twenty-two. Wow. Really? Yes. That sounds like a fairy tale. It does. Uh, that's what that happens like when you're Burnley this yeah. season. Amazing. Leicester one, Newcastle two. Jamie Vardy scoring for the Foxes, but John Joe Shelby and Iosi Perez see to it that Newcastle joins the top half. LOL, Lester, WTF is all I have to say. <laughs> Holy cow. Once again, and I think we referenced this earlier already. If we haven't, I'm just crazy. Lester, multiple times in this match, especially in the one-second scoring play of Arozi, which I've never understood that, Perez. Iozi. Iozi. I like Arozi, though. Arozi? No, that's not right. Ring around. Arozi. <laughs> Arozi. <laughs> That's, a, that's your team name next year. Ring Sorry, around, Dave. You ring, around ring around Iozzi. I call team name. <laughs> ring around a Rosie. Pocket full of Popey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you what are you trying to say here? This is way too Chris Bermany uh, right now. The, yes, the, please. The we need to stop. of uncertainty <laughs> lived through this play as Wilfred and Didi and another one of the Leicester players I'm sure on it was Harry offense. Maguire. Oh no, no. No, on offense, both hesitated towards the ball. The Newcastle defender runs up and com- clears it, just booms it. And uh Oh yeah, yeah, you're talking. About around the Rosie Perez, mm-hmm. uh then it bounces, right? As it bounces, it, it takes this kind of a weird bounce carom into the corridor of uncertainty in between Schmeichel, Morgan, and Maguire all sort of hesitate. Everyone does except for Perez. And then he continues to come in and then knock it over. Schmeichel, who is horribly out of position. Uh, The thing you probably don't want to hear if you're Lester at the end of the match is that Wes Morgan was tied for the lead in shots for all of your players with two. Mars, what are you doing to me, man? Look. Come on. Mars sure looked like he drew a penalty as penalties go. Since he actually did, when his touch took the ball away from the defender, yeah, who then took out his feet, yeah, it was another one of those. It was a he didn't fall immediately, yeah, and so he didn't. I don't know how many he didn't get another full step. It's not like he took another step and then flailed. He was in the middle of of making a move, and so I I mean no penalty called. As Amara's owner, I'm I'm like I felt like this was Amara's game. I yeah, felt like at home, home against game. Newcastle. Yep. He scored against them the last time. Yep. Yeah, it sure could have been, and uh, it just wasn't. I got it. Feeling Let- pretty good about never owning Mares. Oh, shut up. I know. I'm sorry. Listen, <laughs> Vardy scores again. <laughs> Only shot on target for Jamie Vardy. 
which happens what in 88 and a half minutes or whatever sure, it was towards it the does. end of the game but all Jamie Vardy does is score goals and he just nope. keeps keep score nope. going scoring goal. he keeps scoring a goal a goal he keeps scoring he's a good goal. for one never a brace same he is like he's like the John Joe Shelby of Leicester <laughs> no <laughs> why would you what what is he's John? so clinical John Joe Shelby acts like he thinks he has a shot at making the World Cup squad for yeah. England. Scott. Yeah. John Joe Shelby Frankenstein's his way into a goal this match. Yep. You thought I was going to make 868 the stat of the day, didn't it, you? How was it not? That's how many days it's been since he last scored. It's a how lot many of days. 868 days since John Joe Shelby has scored? Look, we we rode Iosi Perez off uh, many, many months ago the same way everyone else did. Boy, did he have himself a game. And hey... Florian Lejeune, uh, again. I think I remember that name. What? <laughs> Lejeune? Yeah, sure. We talked about him last week. Yeah. As I'm screaming, dumb it from the hilltops. I was I was sleeping through uh, Yedlin and Lejeune a- keep being really, really useful here. Your boy Paul, lucky not to get a penalty. Very lucky. That's what I mean. He was the one who cleared out Mares. Uh no. Anyway, Lester is the, uh, I think they're probably second on my list of, boy, do these guys make me nervous. Yeah, just because they are who they are. Before we go to our next match, it's time to hear a word from this week's sponsor. Oh, yeah. Hi. I'm John Joe Shelby of Newcastle United. And I want to introduce you to Shelving Direct, suppliers of home and business shelving and storage sold at factory prices. They use only British-made steel for their steel shelving and racking and ship direct from their factory. They manufacture in Birmingham and pride themselves on their excellent customer service. For more information on how you can benefit from what Shelving Direct has to offer, visit shelvingdirect.co.uk. Nice. Let go, John Joe Shelby. It just seems to make sense. Shelby and Shelving, Brian. I get it. Bournemouth 2, Crystal Palace 2. Come on, tell me you didn't think this one was going to be entertaining. Musse and King for the Cherries, Luca and Zaha for the Eagles. The, the script writers na- nailed this one, there is not a more There is not a more uh, uh, watchable, entertaining club than Bournemouth. And Crystal for- Palace. And Crystal Palace, yes, definitely. In in form, in form, Crystal Palace. Roy Hodgson, Crystal Palace is is such a beauty to watch. I cannot wait to get to the end of this. I cannot wait to talk about Christian Benteke. Well, he didn't play. I know he didn't play, and I cannot wait to talk about. Let me let me get to one thing first. So I was thrilled to purchase Zaha this week. Yeah, I bought him. Excellent on you. And made sure Milivojevic had that spot number one on this my bench. This is the stupidest thing, honestly. So with Salah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on stop. <laughs> with Salah subbing out, I'll let you. I'll let you go ahead and talk about this. Go ahead. Luca subbing in. I want to talk discuss very quickly. Ten points into my lineup. Yeah. How I, stupid the Luca strategy. This Luca <laughs> strategy is trademark pending. I think the Luca strategy is uh, increasingly uh, Brian, specious. Brian. 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 <laughs> Brian. If you had a player who was one of your hottest informed players, like, would your advice be to well, my, bench him? My advice would be <laughs> maybe if he plays. My advice would be, you know, you can play him in your regular lineup. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Why do that, I, guys? I, guys, no, first no. place, ninety-three thousand overall rank. Come no, on, this is not, this is. There's again, something to this. That's not a reason. Listen. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, what, what did I say before that genius and idiocy really, really kind of border in a line? And so I, I think that's a I unique did statement. something for the second time, and it happens to be for the second time in two weeks. It's the stupid. I took thing. a negative four just to keep Luca number one on my that's bench. It's the stupidest. I thing. knew that Sala was Honestly, at risk for not playing, just, and I had to make sure that I didn't have two guys that didn't play. I hope everyone listening understands how stupid Listen, this is. It's Mil- working. Milivojevic has been. The most uh, one of the best form guys here recently. He's, he's still making, in the fours, is he not? He's making no. I think he's over five now. He's making me. Yeah, he's at exactly five. Five point You're right. Um, Luca's making me regret not having him in my lineup. Standard every week. He's fifteenth overall. You both are wrong. He's a five point one. Oh, he went up again. Yes, he did. I haven't refreshed since we started recording. Yes. Wow. So he's up to five point one. Yes, he is. Um, no, I, this is. I mean, this is exactly what you want. Hey, man, Andros Townsend also uh, alternating weeks with a goal or assist here in the last five. Andros has been really good this year for them, especially he's been better. Just no, not in he's a been better flashy, of late. Just not in a flashy No, that's what way. I mean. Just yeah. a very yeoman-like performance here for Andros Townsend. Callum Wilson added, you know, add him to the wastefulness category for this yeah. past week. But Josh King putting one in for Bournemouth. Josh King's, I said, man, last week. In form, this guy's he's crazy. He is, he's, he's in form. He is literally the third most in form striker among the clubs who have two game yeah, weeks, three two goals and an week. assist in five weeks will do that for you. However, however, Bournemouth plays at Liverpool and then Manchester United at home. You're not, not going anywhere near. No, Bournemouth. not in the double week. No, um, the one guy. Listen, one in that regard, uh, over or under two goals. Scored in the double week for them. Bournemouth? Yeah. Uh, Under. I wonder if they can get to two. Look, here's the the one guy for Bournemouth that to me is a little bit interesting is Ryan Frazier. And that's only because, part of it is because, uh, one, the type of player he is, I feel like he can get points kind of anywhere. We've seen that from him when he's out there. And he can do it for like the next four matches. So he has, a, in this match, an assist, eight key passes, an interception, gets two bonus points. You want to know why he got two bonus points? Because he had eight key passes and an interception along yeah. with an assist. So it's true. 5.1, just 0.8% owned. And now that we know for sure, injury roundup, Junior Stanislaus is done for the rest of the season. That's who I sold for Zaha, Zaha so by the Junior way. Junior Stanislaus, was a, was a, they weren't sure the extent of the injury. They know now it's surgery. We can talk about him later, but... Ryan Fraser's not moving. Yeah. And in a way, Jordan Ibe would kind of be in that same place. Yeah. But I feel like Ryan Fraser's price and, and the way they use him uh, is, is interesting as a differential guy. All right, Brian, we've made you wait long enough. Give us our Waste Watch update. Waste Watch. <laughs> <laughs> All I thought of when, when you said Waste Watch later, yeah. not Weight Watchers, it was uh, Panda Watch from Anchorman. <laughs> Paul Rudd, remember when he, they're watching the... the uh, Ching Ping, whatever the can- panda's name is, like, he says something like that in the movie. <laughs> Waste Watch, uh, Christian Benteke. This is so awesome. So, groin strain in training last week prior to the Bournemouth match doesn't play. No, no, no big surprise. Obviously, he's not going to go out there with a groin strain. Uh, something that's going to intensify the groin strain. This statement from Roy Hodgson. That is the best we have played going forward in a long time. <laughs> certainly, certainly the most chances we have created for a long time. 
Yes, Roy, it was a lot of chances. Ten chances, to be exact. The most chances in the very, very long time of two weeks. <laughs> because they created the same amount of chances against Huddersfield two weeks ago. Four of those chances were created by Christian Benteke. Man. Ugh. There is a doghouse alone at Selhurst Park with Christian Benteke's name. I don't it. care that Aston Villa is probably going to play in the uh, playoffs for the championship. Christian Benteke belongs down there, uh, assuming Villa stays in the championship. Roy Hodgson then complimented... Zaha and Andros saying Zaha was a constant menace. Uh, I thought him and Townsend did very well up front. They have not done it for a period of time, and they are not natural forwards. Nope. No, but, another Brian, nail. but Brian, we've talked about the eye test before. Yeah. This match passed the eye test. Yeah. In a way that Benteke hasn't. I don't care. And you know what? If Zaha is going to keep playing up there with Andros... You want oh, to man. buy a midfielder who's playing as a forward. what? And Andros is one of those guys, too. Then, just to kick Christian Benteke in the groin one last time, he <laughs> added, it is important the players keep their belief and do not allow themselves to start feeling sorry for themselves. Yeah. Who are you talking to there, Roy? I wonder <laughs> what player could you have had in mind whenever you said you got to not feel sorry for him. <coughs> oh, my gosh. What, a, what an absolute just... Just a sack punch yeah. for Christian Benteke. Just a just a punch in the Andy Carroll. I'll tell you what, man. Oh, that's so true. Anyway, hey, hey, look. Palace play Brighton in their one match this coming week. I'm probably going to keep my two Palace players. I, that's not a bad idea. And Luca's just fine to play. Number one spot <laughs> on the bench. Brighton <laughs> won. You can play him in your regular lineup. <laughs> Why mess with a good I thing? Know. Brighton won, Huddersfield won, Alersal own goal, and a Steve Mounier goal for the Terriers. There's, See to it that each side get a point. This, uh, that's it. This is. <laughs> that's it. I only have <laughs> one thing to on. say. Come on. This, can't is, be in this is why you don't trust teams like this. Oh, yeah, sure. Good. Yeah, they're in the bottom for a reason. And no one had a worse week than Davey Proper. No. Wasted a wide-open goal. Then he gets sent off, sliding into a tackle. Jigs. Sorry, bro. West Brom won. Swansea won. J-Rod does it again. Tammy Abraham does as well. And so does Rondon. Rondon assists Rondon assists. But here's the thing. Okay, okay. I'm going if to say... If you didn't know anything I, about what happened in this match, okay, other than it was 1-1, and I would ask you the question, who do you think scored first? You're, of course, going to say Who? West Brom, they always score first and then manage to blow the three points. It's crazy. New manager, different, uh, same story. I, uh, You know how uh, controversy-averse I am. I'm going to wade into the middle of controversy here. I would rather have Jay Rodriguez and Solomon Rondon for the rest of the season than Gabriel Jesus and, Ga and Sergio Aguero. Wow. Holy smokes. I do not want to do anything. I don't want to bother with those guys. Can I support your what you just said somehow? So I, I would love support on that. I was hold making on. the hold no, Is this you just hold a on, sir. or you actually think hold they're gonna score more fantasy points? On. Yes, they're gonna score more fantasy points. They still think they can survive. Listen, when I was writing the post about the all double game week, 
squad for the upcoming game week, right? I looked, I used current form to do it. And to get to three forwards to fill out my squad who were on the eight clubs who were playing two games in this upcoming game week, I had to go all the way down to Josh King is 10th overall in form. Okay. To get to Josh King, I bypassed Solomon Rondon, who has the fifth best form, and Jay Rodriguez, who has the seventh best form right now among all forwards. Fifth I, and seventh, Dave. I would think so. And you can't buy one of those two among your three forwards? Here's the reason why also. I'm not going to do it, by the way. <laughs> and I'm not either. <laughs> so I, the bed that I've made is made, and it, yes. the, the sheets are tucked tight. But Kane, Aubameyang, and Jordan Ayew for me. Right, and so I don't know where you can get Jay Rodriguez and Salomon Rondon. I still, I still think what we said the last two weeks is exactly right. I just think you know you're going to have both of them in all of the remaining matches. They can't not play both guys the rest of the season. Jesus and Aguero, you might get one, maybe, each match. Mm-hmm. So... I can't imagine that two guys are not going to outscore those other two guys just simply on this on the on the fact that both guys are going to play twice and you have no idea which one is going to play. You know for sure they are not going to play together and you might get subbed in maybe if you're lucky. I will take the bet right now that on total points between Aguero and Jesus starting this week and J-Rod and Rondon, the rest of the season, I will take that bet. Starting this I, past week. I will week. take the city guys. Starting this past week. Absolutely. <laughs> Not starting this past week. Starting right now. Look, they already did it, man. Starting right now. There go the West Brom forward scoring Before you make this again. bet, before you make this bet, do you want me to read you West Brom's schedule? Yeah, I don't care. Because I'm sure you know it. But yeah. you don't care? You don't care that they have to play at United, home to Liverpool? At Newcastle, home to Spurs, and then at Palace. They're going to score. Who scored the one goal against Spurs at Wembley whenever West Brom drew Spurs earlier in the season? Solomon Rondon out of absolutely nothing. (laughs) It was a nowhere goal that came out of nowhere, which is where all their goals come from. Out of nowhere and out of nothing. I will take take a bet. Combined points moving forward, Aguero and Jesus – Versus Rondon and J Rod, I will absolutely take that bet. For um, listen, I hardly ever make bets. That's so, for Dave and I to do. Okay, so you can, can I give make you can I give you an interesting stat that I just came up with sure. just now? Yeah, I love this. It's easy to come up with. Over the last four matches, for all four forwards, the two West Brom forwards have scored a total of forty-two points. The two City forwards we're discussing have scored a total of sixteen. Holy cow! That is a drubbing. <laughs> West Brom wins, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, now moving forward, I don't know. I don't know. Dave, uh, Brian's right. West Brom forwards are going to play. And it's kind of like when you have, this is not an NFL football fantasy podcast, but like when you have a quarterback and a wide receiver on the same team, and yeah. the quarterback throws a touchdown to the wide receiver. Yeah, you, you feel like double points. Exactly. Yeah. When Rondon assists a J-Rod goal, it's the same feeling. Look, Dave, you might forty two to sixteen over the it's last the, four games. It's the again, it's the it's the pedigree of Manchester City against the can do attitude 
and desperation of West Bromwich Albion. So I have no idea what's going to happen at the end. I just know I keep seeing Jay Rodriguez and Salomon Rondon either scoring or assisting, and they keep doing it over and over and over again. It's annoying, but it keeps happening. And they, and they keep doing it. <laughs> Only we can find so much to, to discuss in West Brom Swansea. Ben Foster had zero saves. And I am going to keep Jordan Ayew. I think he's going to come out like a man on fire. That's very well. That very well. We could. Brian, be you mentioned Junior Stanislaus already. Give us the rest of your injury roundup, sir. Holy cow, we're there already. What is it? Is it midnight yet? Howdy, partners. It's the injury roundup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Junior Stanislaus, Eddie Howell uh, clarified that his injury was a uh, was damage to the lateral meniscus, which required surgery. So out of the lineup for the remainder of the season, they hope he'll be ready. For any preseason and anything, uh, any training over the summer. Henrik Mkhitaryan, uh, Arsene Wenger, Wenger has already said that he has MCL damage. That is medial collateral ligament damage. Never sounds good. And has ruled him out of Newcastle and West Ham. Yeah. We know that already. As usual, I would take this information with a grain of salt and a thumbtack. And five <laughs> tablespoons full of ground cinnamon because a, pl- a Premier League manager's words are near meaningless. Sure. That's if right. McTarian plays this weekend, I will not be surprised. <laughs> Neither will I be surprised if Beggar comes out on, on, I don't know, Wednesday morning and says um, McTarian is done for his, uh, for his career because his knee blew up. <laughs> ben Mee, uh, the shin issue that Sean Dyche... Uh, spoke of going into this match against Watford on the weekend that kept Ben Mee out. Sean Dyche has admitted it might have been worse than they initially thought. So uh, you'd say Ben Mee is a doubt for the weekend. And uh, the only other guy I think we haven't I mean, really talked about that today that matters at all is Shane Long, only that he can only make it 79 minutes for Saints. You saw him probably sit down on the pitch at the end of his time there, holding what appeared to be his ankle no telling what that means for his availability for the weekend, but you'd think with Leicester shortly after the weekend, along with the limited minutes that Charlie Austin played in this match, you'd guess that it bumps Charlie Austin up even more. Makes him much more attractive. Yeah. So that's the brief injury roundup. I like it. Well fantasy done, fantasysoccerfc.com at fantasysoccerfc everywhere else. That's it. We're there. We're doing stuff. We're ready for the end of the season. Hey, even if you don't believe it, give us a good rating. If you're on, <laughs> on, on SoundCloud or iTunes, it's always appreciated. Give us a little blurb and a, and a review. I know it'll take 10 seconds. I just but had just a, come on. Yeah, I just had a thought, though, Dave. Yeah. People know me as a podcast listener. Sure. And they ask me all the time, what podcast do you recommend? Yeah. You know, if you get asked that question, put it Fantasy Soccer FC on that list. Yeah, they sure. may or may not subscribe, but we would, we'd be grateful. Absolutely. We Very love grateful. to add new listeners all the time. Hey, listen, it's going to be a fun double match week. Here's looking at you, 34 and 37. Hey, wait. Is this where we our bet comes back up? It Are depends. you playing your free I don't hit know. this coming I, week? In fairness right now, at this current moment, I don't know okay, if I'm Okay, you got to let me week. know in time to update social media land on this. Sure. we have a bet out there. I, what You got you to make up what, like 34 points 34 on points. I need to outscore you by 34 points. I just don't know if I'm going to do it this week or in week 37 yet. Okay. So we'll just have to kind of wait and see how that plays out. I will do my best to let you know once I figure out what I'm going to do. The people want to know, Dave. I won't have a decision before Friday, probably. 
All right. So well, then stay tuned to our social media on Friday. We may or may not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the Fancy Soccer FC podcast. Until next time. <laughs>